We're moving on today to the fourth of the six sections in Parshas Tzav. We pick up today in the middle of the Miluim, the procedures describing the inauguration of the Mishkan. We'll pick up at Chamishi, which is Periches Pasuk Yodalid, and we'll go through Shishi, which is Periches, through Pasuk Chaf Aleph. Yesterday we left off how Moshe Rabbeinu inaugurated the Kohanim and the Kalim, and he dressed the Kohanim, sprinkled them with oil, etc. And today we move on to discussion of the Karbanos that were brought as part of the inauguration process. And really there were three Karbanos brought each day uh, by Moshe. They were a bull that was brought as a Chatas, an ayal a ram that was brought as a Karban Ola, and an ayal that was brought as a Karban Shlamim. The third one, the ayal that was brought as the Karban Shlamim, we'll discuss more tomorrow. We're not going to discuss it at length today. However, the Ramban explains to us is that the first two, and let's just analyze those for a minute, the chatas was brought to sanctify the mizbech into service. The ayil that was brought as an ola, which we'll discuss today as well, um, were brought was brought to achieve favor for the kohanim in the eyes of Hashem because it was being brought on their behalf. The third animal, the ayil, the ram that was brought for a karban shlamim, we'll discuss more at length what its purpose was tomorrow, which was to express gratitude that the kohanim had the privilege of serving Hashem in the Mishkan. But let's discuss the first two first. So they brought a bull, the Psukim tell us, which was brought to sanctify the Mizbeach, and they sprinkled its blood um, as, as was appropriate. The, the, sorry, I skipped it. The Kohanim leaned on it first. They sprinkled its blood. They took certain parts and burnt them, like as is, as is the procedure with general carbon oils in a certain way. Fine. Then they brought the second animal, which was the El Ha'oila, the Ayel that was brought as a carbon oila. Again, Aaron and the children leaned on them, smicha, slaughtered it, as the Pesukim described, cut it up into parts, burnt certain parts, and then other parts were burnt outside of the Mishkan. Um, burnt, burnt on the Mizbech, excuse me, as is oila is entirely burnt to Hashem. Fine. The point that I wanted to focus on today, actually Rashi himself alludes to this pretty clearly, Rashi says that when you look at the chatas that was brought to inaugurate the Mishkan, there seem to be two levels in purification. The Pasuk tells us, Periches, Pasuk Tesvav, it says, It says, Moshe took some of the blood of the chatas, put it in the corners of the Mizbeach, and Rashi translates Rashi says that that means He purified it from its mundane state to enter to Kedusha but then the Pasuk concludes He poured the blood at the base of the Mizbeach and he sanctified the Mizbeach through that to atone for it meaning now it can be used as a source of atonement for Karbanos that will be brought in the future. Actually, um, <clears throat> that uh, the Mephorshim here point out, the Sifra teaches that there was actually an immediate atonement that was needed. Some people may have been shamed into giving money for the Mishkan donations. So this was to atone for the lack of maybe voluntary willing giving. But the point is, the Psukim lists two levels. It says it was purified through the blood on the corners, and then it was also elevated to act as a kapara through the pouring of the blood at the base of the Mizbeach. So I was thinking, L'chara, what's the idea here? Is really, as with everything else in life, there's a two-step process. 
first, the Mizbeach needed to be removed from its inherent mundane nature, because it wasn't yet sanctified, and now it could be used for holy type processes. The second step beyond that is, now that it's holy, it can be also used, which is the second step, for kapara for the Jewish people. L'chorah, this is just the general yesod of sor merava asei tov. It's very difficult in general to enter and do positively impactful things if we're set in our negative ways. So the first step really is we need to remove the negativity, the bad behaviors, thoughts, and things of that nature from our lives, from our behaviors, from our regularities. And only after that can we elevate ourselves to actually being a positive function, positive features, positive thoughts, behaviors, etc. But it's with the removal of the Ra and only then can we actually tap into the Tov that we're really able to accomplish. Everybody have a wonderful day.